Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family. From wherever you may be listening listening from, welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We start off with a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love for your children. We thank you that you continue to watch over us. You continue to guide us. You continue to protect us. You continue to help us to walk in the purpose and destiny that you alone have ordained for us. And Father God, as we have just come out of the Puntin season and we are going into the Passover season, we, pr- we pray that you help us to see how, how privileged we are, what you have done for us, and how our life can only get better. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And the word is... Let your light shine. Let your light shine. We know that in the Bible, Jesus tells us that we have to let our light shine. We have to, we have to be like a beacon on a hill. We can't, um, we can't cover our light under a, a bustle because what's the use having a light and then shading it and then that nobody can see that light. And it, God has put something in each and every one of us that we're able to shine. But I think that we live in a time, we live in a time and culture that people feel that um, they have to, they they have to um, dim their lights. They have to dim their lights because they feel if they if their light shines, they're gonna it's gonna be offensive to someone. The reason I said that I was speaking to someone the other day about it's about a wedding. And somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be going to a somebody's gonna be going to a wedding, and they're trying to to find um, to choose the right dress, and then they said they said I don't want to, I don't want to choose I don't want to wear anything that is gonna make um, take take away the attention from the bride, uh, because the bride is choosing to the bride is gonna be wearing this, and I don't really want to wear anything that's gonna take away anything from the bride, and I said to them. I said to them that uh, if you like something, this is this is how I usually rate things. If it's not something that your chest is out, your lycra is clinging to you, and it doesn't look appropriate, there's nothing wrong in wearing what you know is you. I remember I remember when I first became a Christian, two thousand and four, and I always um. I always like, you know, shoes with a little, with a bit of sparkle on it and everything like that. And I had these, these red, these red, these red shoes. I think you just pushed your foot in them. They had a, like a, probably about an inch heel. They weren't very high. They were, it was backless. It didn't have a, it, I think we call them a mule or something like that. That's the old word. But they were, they were, and they were red and they had like a little stone on the front of, uh, like a little gem on the front of it. And I really liked them. They were, they were what I called my going, my going out shoes. They weren't shoes that I'd, if they were shoes that if I was going out to a, to a, a dancer party or something like that, I'd wear them. They weren't something that I'd wear every day because they were dress, they were, you know, they were like dress shoes. And... <laughs> It's just funny. It's it's really it's really funny because I think it was on a visit um to London years and years ago. You know when um I I I think I, I think I saw them or I think it was a time when I lived in London. But there was a shop that sell 
that used to sell shoe they used to sell shoes you got the handbags to go with them as well and they were really they were really nice they were they 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 were worth the money that you that you would have to pay for them and i bought that red one and it was i really liked it and i remember when i got when i got saved and it was my i think it was is it my first no it's not my was it my first wasn't my first week in church but i remember when um I I was getting I was um getting ready for church and I said, oh you know what, I'm not gonna wear I'm not gonna wear those shoes because I don't want anyone to say um I'm overdressed or anything like that. So I looked for, <laughs> I looked for something with the the lowest heel, the flattest that that the flattest heel that that it would cost that I'd cost no offense. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, and. I remember when I got to the front of the church. I got to the I got to the front of the church, bearing in mind that there's somebody there's usually somebody at the front of the church to welcome you in. And I can't remember I can't remember if there was other people in front of me as well. But I remember that what happened to me is that when I got to the front of the church, I fell flat on my face, and then this, I was told that there's a little invisible step that I did that. Um, but if it's an invisible step, it's not something that you're going to see. But when I, I don't really attend that church anymore. But there's a line when I, if I pass it or any time, there's a white line across to, 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 to make people aware that he can fall there. And that made me see that, that, that made me see that um, sometimes we, we try to, to, to dim our lights because we don't want other people to say we're overdressed or other people to say this and other people to say that. But I found that God has put something in each and every one of us. There's some people that I like, I, I like, I like sequins. I like bold colors. I don't really like pastel shades, to be honest. And there's people that love pastel shades. There's, there are people there and I have no problem with them. And I don't have no problem with them liking pastel shades, but I know that I don't. I like purple, I like purple, greens, bold colors. That's, that's what I really like. And if somebody's going to, if somebody's going to, going to judge me because I, because I like bold colors, that's taking away my right <laughs> to, to, to like what I like. And I think that in this society, a lot of the times, People, people don't want to really show people who they are because they're frightened of getting rejected. They say, they say people are going to say, you think that, you, you this, you that. But I think that God has called us to be individuals. I've, I've, um, I've got a book, I've got a book, it's by uh, Chuck Pierce, and it's about, it's called Advance, and it talks about um, the 12 tribes, the month, and everything else. And I found, I've, I found it that um, it's really it's really good to see because it shows it it shows um, the 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 stones that that identify with your month as well. And my stone is with orange. My stone my, identifies with a deep orange and and a red. So I and that's that's um those are the col those are the colors that I like as well. I like red as a color as well. And th these were the colors that was that were on the 
is it the, the high priest is he from the 12 colors because the 12 tribes they all had a color and the for the, the month and everything else and i realized that some of us are not really being who we are really supposed to be because we are frightened of other people's opinion and you know when we live our life when 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 we when we live when we're called to live our life it should be based on what the plan that God has for us, our likes and our dislikes, not based on, not based on other people, what other people are going to think. Because uh, as far as I'm concerned, if, if, if somebody's getting married or whatever the situation may be, and they've chose their dress, that's what they like. So what I, what, um, what I would wear wouldn't, wouldn't be of any problem wouldn't be have any problem to to the bride because well if I, I get an invitation to go if I get an invitation to go somewhere that means that I'm going I'm going as who I am I wouldn't I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to dress away to embarrass the bride because sometimes if you're gonna have this mini skirt this stuff and people are gonna be looking at that and take you know taking away taking away the attention from from the wedding or whatever it is but i think if you if you're gonna go dressed in a responsible way you, you should you should um you should wear what you know that it's you instead of buying something because just imagine you're gonna buy something that you don't you, you, you don't really like a hundred percent that means that after after you've you've whatever the occasion may be after you've bought it for that occasion it's just going to be stuck in your wardrobe because you don't really like it, but you just you just want to you just want to fit in with what um, you think that people might say that you're supposed to wear because sometimes people people label you as this, see you as that, and they don't want to see you. They don't they don't want to see you no no other way. So I think this is a time and this is a season. If when we come in alignment with with the with the with the biblical um with with the biblical times and seasons and we look and we look at, and we look at who we really are what God has said that we 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 should be like and we just go free we've got to set ourselves free from people pleasing and other people's opinion and that's the problem right now it's about what it's it's about other people's opinion and you can't have your own opinion because if you have your own opinion, this is going to happen, that is going to happen. And we, we're, we're meant to be free. We're meant to be free. The blood of Jesus sets us, sets us free. And when God has set us free, we, 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 we'll, we're to never go back, never look back because things, things may, may look better when we're at a distance. But when you get closer, nothing has changed. Because I think sometimes in our life, sometimes God has set us free from a certain situation, a certain relationship, and then when we get when we when we're far away from it, when we're far away from it and look back, it looks like it was all right. It's just like the children of Israel when they when they they were crying out to God when they were in Egypt, and they was crying out when they were having to not only to build out there to go and find the straw to make the brick when when the Egyptian wanted wanted to you know to weaken them because they, he was they were still doing the hard work and 
they were still doing the hard work, but they were still multiplying. And it said that when they go, let them go and get the straw to build, to to make the brick as well, instead of anybody collecting it for them. And when they cried out to God, they always cry out to God because we because we noticed that <laughs> when they when they were brought out of Egypt, and after all that pressure and everything else, and we see that they were. Even they, they didn't even get over to the promised land yet, and they were starting to say, "Ah, why did you take us to, out of Egypt to die?" And and ah, we missed the. Is it, the, the thing is about it. The, the thing about it is that when you read it, when I read it, when I read into that, it wasn't the, it wasn't the children of Israel that first started mourning. It was the people that they brought with them that that really shouldn't have come with them, and sometimes in life. We have to be careful who we bring along with us because sometimes sometimes we don't we don't look into our lives as, as times and seasons because I know that Ecclesiastic tells us there's a time there's there's a time for everything. But we don't look we don't look at our life like that. A lot of the time we just ex we just look at our life being the, the one chapter going straight, straight, straight. We don't look to say that there's a time for this and there's a time for that. There's a time for relationships that we had before that we, you know, that we were doing this together, doing that together. And once you don't do that anymore, it's, it's, it's not necessary that you should keep. It's not saying that you're going to cut people off and don't speak, but it's not necessary for you to be in that much of a close relationship as you was before because you had something in you had something in common that you were doing and sometimes we just we just feel that we always have to be carrying on in the one season but God has called us to know that there is times and there is seasons and when he has took when he when he has taken us away and freed freed us from a situation we're not to go back because when you when you in it and you're feeling the pressure of it you want God to help you to remove you from it. And then when he removed you from it and you're no longer feeling the pressure from it, you're looking back to say, you know what? It wasn't that bad after all. You know what? There's people that have gone back to abusive relationships because once they, once they, once they get a distance from it, they start looking back to say, oh, it wasn't all bad, you know. This part was good and that part was good. And from a distance, it looks, from a distance, it looks all right. Because when there's a fire, if there's a fire, if there's a fire and, and you and you get and, and the heat of it and you come out of the heat of it and when you when you look you look you're not you're gonna think that oh yeah it's alright it was all yeah it was all right but if, if you're back into in the flame of the fire you'll realize that no it's not and sometimes we have to realize that when when God takes us out of a certain relationship whatever it may be that we are not to look back we're not when we're not to go back. Because things may look better from a distance, but whatever issue it is that made you have to leave that we're probably that friendship, that relationship, whatever it may be, it, the issue is still going to be there. It's only because the distance you are away from it make, doesn't make it look as bad as it really is. But it's bad. If, if the children of Israel, the ones who were moaning, if they had gone back to Egypt, it would have been the same. They would have gone through the same punishment as they were going through before. But because they were distanced from it, they felt that, oh, look what God has brought us out here. And in the end, they didn't get into the they didn't get into the promised land. We have to be careful. That the, we have to be careful when God that when God frees us from a certain situation, 
that we, we're ungrateful, that we're ungrateful and we, we don't thank him, but we keep saying uh, the, the reason why. It, it wasn't that bad. How would, <laughs> how would you like it as a parent? And you know that there's a situation that your children, that your child is going through, and then you 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 found a way to help them out of it, and then they they're going on and they just say you did no, it was all right, you didn't have to help me when you knew at the t time, and they knew at the time that they needed that help. So God wants us to be a people who are grateful to Him. I think we have to thank we have we have to thank Him, you know, we have to thank Him for. We have to thank him for all that he does for us, for what he does for our families, for what he does for our communities, and just trust him. And no matter how no matter how things may seem, we have we know that we have a God who who said he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us, and he wants us to shine. There's people that we we all have different likes and and dislikes, but we have to be who God created us to be. Because I, I think I, did I read somewhere he says that um. It's photo, photo, a photocopy isn't the same as an original, and we become we can become photocopies as people because we want to look like this person, we want to look like that person, and not wanting to be who God has created us to be, which God said when he, it it was good in His creation, it was good, and we are a part of His creation, and He's looking down on us and to say, just be who, just be who I created you to be, don't you know, just. Just love like I love. Just care like I care. And just enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. And just be thankful for what you have. Because a lot of the times I've noticed that, you know, sometimes we're always, we're always thinking about what, what else we need. What else we need to do to live our life. Or if I don't have this, or in the future I want to have that. And we, we miss out on living in the present. And just enjoy. If we look around, if we look around us, and just enjoy what we have. Because no matter how little we think we have, somebody else has got littler than that. <laughs> so we need to be thanking God, you know, for, for every new day that he gives us. Because it's a privilege. It's a privilege. I read somewhere that that um, it, when it says that you, you, you're, you're taking your breath. You're, you're, take, you're breathing and, you're, and having your breath and somebody else is taking their last breath. And sometimes we just have to remember to be alive is a privilege. It's not about the trappings that we have. It's about the life that we have because we have to be grateful that we're alive. Because the exciting thing about life and about being a child of the king is that you never know what he has in store for you. People's lives are changing all the time. There's people that, that are left lying on certain things. I read somewhere before, and it's as if to say the person didn't, didn't never thought that they this this um, they'd get this amount of land from I can't remember the story now but it's things that people are getting surprised all the time getting things that they never thought that they would receive because God is a faithful God and we just have to enjoy our life we just have to enjoy our life every day and thank Him we've got food on our table we've got a roof over our our head we have to thank Him and there's people that. There's people that are homeless. There's people that are homeless and they don't have food on their table because even you hear that people saying that some people are, are missing out with meals, with the cost of living, the fuel costs and everything else. And if you can afford to have a breakfast, lunch and dinner, your, your privilege, your privilege, 
And some pe- it's not that people are working at the hours. People are work. The people that are complaining. The people that are going to work, working long hours and everything else. So we have to thank God. We have to thank God for all that we have. We, our house is warm. We have to thank God for that because there's people, there's there's people that are afraid to turn the eating on because they're fr- because they think that they when the bill comes they're not going to be able to pay it. And it's terrible to live in to be living and thinking like that because when the, when you're cold, you're cold. So we want to thank God for everything that we have, what we can do, and just look to Him as the author and the finisher of every good thing in our life. So Father God, we thank you, Father God, that you said we should let our light shine, Father God. Help us, Father God, to be a virgin of of your virgin of you. Father God, help us to walk in the purpose and destiny that you have ordained for us. And Father God, let everyone let their light shine. Father God, we pray for strength. Father God, we pray for your peace. We pray that you help us never to get weary in well-doing, Father God. And you say that if we fail not, if we fail not, Father God, let us do what we can do for others when we can do it. Let the enemy not control our thoughts and our actions, but let us walk in the newness of life. And the destiny and the purpose. As we're coming over up to the Passover season, Father God, let us appreciate that the Lamb of God died for us, that we should have life and have it more abundantly. That's what He came, that we should have life. He said that the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, but He has come that we should have life and have it more abundantly. And that life is like a fountain that flows, never stagnant, but just keep moving. So, Father God, we thank you today. We pray for our loved ones, Father God. We pray for our families, Father, our communities. We pray for destiny and purpose and that your will be done in our lives in jesus mighty name we pray amen and if you don't know the lord for yourself he said that you should if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that jesus christ is the son of god who came and died on the cross that you should have life and to take away our sins and if you can say you believe that you believe that and confess within your mouth, said that you have you have been saved, and you ask him to forgive you of your sins, and repent and have true repentance. When you say yes, I'm sorry for the sins I committed. Don't don't go back and keep doing them, doing them, doing them. Just have an art of true repentance, and you'll have started. You'll have started your life all over again from darkness into his perfect light he'll help you to find a bible believing church where you'll find you'll read about you'll, you'll read about him in the bible and you'll get to have a relationship with father son and holy spirit god one god in three persons holy trinity Father God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We thank you that you care for us and you want us, our light to shine. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me and all that you have done for us, Father God, in this time. Father God, thank you for thank you for healing me from sickness, Father God, that I'm able to do the things that I took for granted. Because Father God, I truly understand that life is a privilege and it's a blessing to be alive and even to be able to walk and to be able to do the things that you enjoy doing, even to be able to cook a meal. It's a privilege. So Father God, we thank you for all that you have done in each and every one of our lives. Lives, so we confess that you are a God of compassion and a God of mercy. And Father God, continue to be with us in Jesus. Jesus mighty name we pray and you're not going to go anywhere father God so you're not going to go anywhere you'll always be with us because you said in your word that you'll never leave us or forsake us and you're not a man that you would lie so we thank you for this day 
this day and every day of our life. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that you have taken us out of hell and, and put us in heaven and help us, Father God, to populate heaven as well, that people will know about you and your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you and so do I. Thank you so much, my brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for everyone who takes the time to listen to this podcast. It makes a difference. It makes a difference because it makes me know that I'm fulfilling the purpose that God created before, that my voice can activate heaven and can speak into the life of others, that if anyone needs a prayer, can pray and to do what needs to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye.